Hello, my friend. Listen, I cannot wait to teach you what I'm about to teach you. Now, most of you listening to this podcast are single for one reason or another, but all of us, regardless of our marital status, have felt lonely at some point. And we don't like it. We don't like feeling lonely. What I want you to do today is consider that you really aren't lonely at all. You're just plain old bored. What? You say bored? Yep, bored. In this episode, I'm going to show you how it might be boredom and not loneliness that is fueling your life right now. And I'm also going to give you one question that if you ask yourself, it will help you solve the problem of boredom. So let's not wait any longer. Let's get started. Grab your Diet Coke, put in those earbuds, and let's talk all about loneliness and how it actually might be boredom and how to solve it. Do you want to build solid self-confidence and to know your next step is the right one? Do you find yourself feeling lonely and wondering if God has forgotten you in your singleness? Hello and welcome to the Single Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Sharon Lamar, party of one expert until the age of 52. Remaining single for what felt like a lifetime had me constantly questioning, am I good enough and why had God forgotten me? It wasn't until I discovered the power coaching had to transform my thinking and build my relationship with God that my self-confidence skyrocketed and I was happier. In this podcast, you will find practical strategies, tips and tools to help you strengthen two key relationships, the one you have with God and the one you have with yourself. So grab your Diet Coke, put in those earbuds, and let's chat friend to friend. It is so fun hearing from all of you and how excited you are about this podcast and how it's helping you. And today, I know I did this last week, but I, today I just have to share one more listener's experience with the show. And this one comes from HBB Pioneer. And here's what she said. Single or not, if you're a woman of faith, you will want to listen to this podcast. Don't delay. Start now. Sharon's insights and thoughts are faith-filled and full of hope and practical advice. You will feel like you're her best friend and blessed by her association. Thank you for leaving that review. And you know, it only took her 60 seconds or so to leave that review. And not only do they help, I don't know, I love hearing them. I love to feel good about what you're saying, but also those written reviews help the show grow. So will you please consider taking 60 seconds today and leave your review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify? I would really appreciate it. And I'm going to thank you in advance. One of the problems that is common with my clients is they want help with the feeling of loneliness. And the feeling of loneliness, we've talked about this before, is not exclusive to single women. Everyone, no matter their marital status or gender, will feel lonely at some point or probably actually multiple points in life. And you'll remember in episode 16, we talked about four ways to handle feeling lonely. Well, today we're going to look at it from a different approach as we talk about loneliness, an approach that you might not have considered before. So warning, you may feel uncomfortable and challenged by this idea, but I want you to hang with me. I promise that as you open up and expand your view of your life, you will find answers and solutions you never even knew were there. They're just waiting to be seen by you. So here we go. 
What is lonely? For me, when I have defined myself as feeling lonely, I don't really see much to look forward to in life. I become somewhat complacent and cheerless, really, and life seems, well, rather dreary. Can you relate to that? And I want us to ask ourselves the question, is what if we're really not lonely? What if what we really are right now is bored? What is life like when you're bored? Now, for me, bored feels a lot like lonely, and it looks a lot like lonely. I'm somewhat complacent, cheerless, and life looks dreary. And I also get restless when I'm bored. Remember when we were kids and the beginning of summer vacation felt so freeing and exciting? We all had big plans of how we were going to spend our summertime. And then after a while, we began to get bored and we'd whine to our mom and even say, I'm bored. We began laying around, not doing much, and time passed with less excitement than before. Nothing seemed interesting anymore, so we got restless. And we want mom to solve our restlessness by entertaining us or giving us something fun to do. But heaven forbid, no work. That's not fun. Remember that? Well, either way that you define it, lonely or bored, neither one is somewhere we want to spend a lot of time in, right? So how do we make it go away? Well, one way we think to solve lonely is to get married. Now, I'm going to just be super blunt and tell you that if your reason for getting married is because you're lonely, that is a terrible reason. The only problem getting married will change is your marital status. If you see your marital status, that of being single, as a problem, then yes, getting married would change your marital status. But that's about it. Those of you who have been around a bit know that I did not get married until I was 52 years old. I had a demanding job in corporate. I had a good circle of friends who I went on fun trips with and was living a pretty dang good life. I knew that I knew how to be single, how to live as a single woman really pretty well. And I wasn't lonely, but I was bored. I wasn't feeling challenged or excited about what was ahead of me. For me, one reason I wanted to date and eventually get married was because I wanted to challenge myself to grow, learn, and further develop. And dating and getting married provided me with lots of challenge, excitement, growing, and learning as I became a new and newer version of myself. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that you get married to solve for boredom. Notice that I said it was one thing I was feeling before I decided to pursue dating with more intention because I wanted to feel challenged and excited. It was one thing. So having said all of that, let's now talk about boredom and how that actually might be what you're feeling. You're just plain old bored. Bored with one more day being just like the last one. Bored with one more night on the couch or in your favorite chair with a snack on your lap and a TV remote in your hand. Bored thinking, this is all there is. Can you see how boredom can feel and look a lot like lonely? So we aren't going to get married to solve for boredom, and we aren't going to go whining to our mom that we're bored wanting her to entertain us or give us something fun to do, but we could do that. We could look to other people, like our mom, to solve our boredom. We could put 
we could, but you know what? That really isn't super useful. When you think about it, when you do that, you're giving away your power. When you look outside of you for someone else to solve what you're feeling to make you happy, for instance, you're going to be disappointed more often than not. Listen, my gorgeous friend, the person who knows best how to solve for your boredom is you. You are the best person to tell you what to do next. You. For some reason, we have come to believe that someone outside of us has the good ideas. And I offer up that you know what you need and what will bring you to a place where you're not bored, but you're engaged, connected, and excited about your life. And one of the very best things that you can do to hear what you have to say The wisdom that is there in your own brain is to ask yourself some questions. Rather than asking mom or whoever else, ask yourself. Now again, if you have been around with me for a while, you will know that I am about to strongly suggest you grab a pen and paper. You will want to write down the questions you ask yourself and your answers. It is not until, ladies, that you have what you're thinking in front of you that you can really gain authority over your life and what comes next. I promise, it isn't silly. It's not a waste of time exercise. You are worth the time. Your life is worth the time to sit down with pen and paper and talk to yourself, to capture your own wisdom. So promise me that you will do it. You will get a pen and paper. Okay, so now you've got that pen and paper. You've got that blank piece of paper sitting in front of you. And I want you to think about that blank piece of paper as the feeling of boredom. It is this blank slate where we're feeling restless because we lack interest, lacking interest in yourself, your own life. And that blank piece of paper holds all the answers. It holds for you the possibilities, the things you find interesting. All you need to do is ask your brain a few questions to open up the wisdom, answers, possibilities, and interesting things in your own brain. Now listen, your brain loves to answer questions. It is a thinking machine. And whether or not you give it something to work on, your brain is going to think. That's what it does, okay? So you might as well put it to work doing something that's productive rather than what it's used to doing, where it just sits around and worries or it drops you into self-judgment or anything like that. So we're going to give it a job to do. And here's the job. Ask your brain a question. And the question is, well, actually, I'm going to pause here for a minute. I think the best questions come right out of scripture. Sometimes they aren't phrased as a question. Sometimes they're phrased as a command or words of God. And one of the earliest is in Genesis 1, where we read where God was talking with Adam and Eve. You remember that? And said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Now, often we think that the only way to be fruitful and multiply and replenish is to get married and have babies. Now, I offer up that that is one way, but it is not the only way. That sentence that God spoke to Eve is the perfect jumping off point to frame it as a question to ask your brain. And here's the question. How can I be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth? Because, you know, that's what we all ultimately want. We want to make a difference in the world. We want to matter. We want to contribute. And we want to add value to the world. So another way to phrase the question 
that you could put your brain to work answering is, how can I add value to the world? Either way you ask the question is perfectly fine, but ask the question and then write. Don't edit yourself, judge yourself, or think any of the ideas or pieces of wisdom that come out and spill onto that blank paper are not worth writing down. Write it all down. And when you think you're done, ask yourself, what else? Maybe allow yourself to consider how you can be fruitful, multiply, and replenish and add value in your work, in your job. Is there something in your work that excites you to think about that would add value? Is there a problem that you've noticed in your work area that you have the perfect solution to? Write it down. That's some of the wisdom. Think about your talents. What talents do you have? How can you add value with the voice talent that you have? Maybe you're really good at organizing. How can you add value with that? Or your ability to negotiate conflict or disagreements? Or your talent for teaching and speaking and listening? How can you add value to the world by using the talents that you already have? What would it look like to ramp up your voice, your teaching, your speaking or listening or conflict resolution skills and add value to the world, to multiply and replenish the world with that value? How about the ideas and answers that come from the hardships and weaknesses you have overcome? How can you multiply and replenish the earth, adding value because you help others through their hardships and weaknesses because of who you have become over yours, as you've overcome yours? What ideas and possibilities and answers does God have that he could send to you through the Holy Ghost that can be added to your paper? Ask God, how do you want me to add value? How do you want me to multiply and replenish the earth right now where I am as a single woman? Ask, and then be still, allowing the Holy Ghost to do his work. And answers are going to come to your mind. Now, don't fuss and wonder like, oh, gee, is this an idea that I just came up, or is this from God? It doesn't matter. The truth is, if it's good, it is of God. If the answer you receive invites you to do something good, to add value, to contribute, it is from God. Now, this whole thing is going to take a bit of time, and let it. Keep that paper handy. Allow your brain some time to answer the question. And you're going to need to redirect your brain every now and then because your brain is used to doing something else. It's used to worrying and spitting out negative self-talk and other things that aren't helpful. And in the meantime, we're not going to be too harsh on our brain because it's also doing really amazing and helpful things. You know, it knows how to brush our teeth. We don't have to think about it anymore. It can help us drive through traffic without having to think about it a whole lot anymore. But your brain also wants to be lazy. So keep reminding it that you gave it a job to do. You want it to answer the question, how can I add value to the world? How can I multiply and replenish the earth? So now what? Your blank paper is full. Your brain has answered the question really well. Congratulations. (laughs) You have lots of answers and possibilities and wisdom and interesting ways that you can add value to the world, multiply and replenish it. Now what? Well, for one thing, I'm going to bet you're not bored anymore. (laughs) Okay, I'll bet you may be feeling something like nervous, like which one do I pick and how do I get started? And your brain is even going to wonder, which one is the right one to start with? And is there a right way to start? 
And I want you to answer that question and that wondering with a simple question. Just think of this. If it doesn't matter which one you start with, it doesn't matter. They all turn out amazing. Which one seems the most fun right now? And start there. That's it. Now we can talk more privately, friend to friend, if you want some help, but you just have to simply get on my calendar. And I have a link in the show notes for a free session. And we can talk about all the ways that you're thinking and feeling now that you have this big, beautiful piece of paper with all your wisdom. And now you're going to try something new. You're going to feel some different feelings. And I can help you with that. Because you're going to be out there adding value in a way that you've never done it before. And that can be scary. We will also talk about that here in future episodes. But I ask you, why would you wait for another episode? Why not just get on my calendar right now? Okay? So as we wrap up this episode, I want to tell you what happened when I got married and was no longer living alone, but was lonely. Interesting, right? I had a circle of friends who gathered me in when I moved to the Midwest. Remember, I moved from the West to the Midwest. So I moved somewhere I'd never really even been. And these friends were friends that I love to this day. And they found their multiplying and replenishing One way that they did is was they made quilts for family and friends and they would get together and and I would join with them when we'd go to lunch or we'd go to a movie. And it was really fascinating. I had friends and I was also beginning to quilt and give some away and keep some. We went to lunch, we went to the movie, but I was lonely. At least that's what I thought I was. But what I really was, was I was bored. I knew in my heart and soul that I had more value to add to the world more multiplying and replenishing. That was part of the discovery process on my blank piece of paper that brought me to the work that I do helping women like you by coaching them and podcasting to help even more women. And the same is true for you if you want it to be. The world needs the value you can bring. The value, your value isn't going to look like mine, but your value is needed and wanted. It's pretty cool, right? Listen, you, my friend, are amazing, and I cannot wait to hear what this episode opens up for you and the value you are adding to the world. Please share with me via email at Sharon at SharonLamarCoaching.com or when we talk privately in your free session. I love you. Thank you for joining our conversation today, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you, my gorgeous friend, for spending a slice of your day with me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with one of your single girlfriends? Also, please take a moment to do two things. Leave a written review wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to the show. I love hearing how the show inspires you or makes you think. Until next week, remember, God loves you and so do I. Bye.